Hi everyone, it's Caitlin. I am super excited to announce my new project, Offerings Oracle. Offerings Oracle is a 33 card full color oracle deck meant to deepen your intimacy and connection to the good spirits who surround and support you. In order to make this new project a reality, I need your help. My Kickstarter launches on February 28th. You can learn more about Offerings Oracle and sign up for Kickstarter notifications at motherofmystics.com slash offerings oracle. Thank you so much for your support. I'll see you soon. Bye. Hermes draw near and to my prayer incline in arts gymnastic and in fraud divine. Dire weapon of the tongue which men revere. Be present, Hermes, and thy suppliant here. Welcome to Third Eye Bind, episode 29 Extraterrestrials. Hi, I'm Laura. And I'm Caitlin. And welcome to Third Eye Bind. In this episode, we're discussing extraterrestrials. <laughs> if you'd like to support the podcast, please consider liking, sharing, subscribing, telling your friends about us. And if you really like us, you can support us on Patreon for as little as a dollar a day. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Third Eye Bind. Yes. Well, well, hello. We are excited and a little bit perturbed, terrified <laughs> to be discussing this topic today. <laughs> there are a lot of feelings that we're feeling about this topic, and I think that's probably why we have the giggles so hard. There's some mild trepidation on my part, <laughs> but. Let's pull a card about aliens, shall we? Honestly, I literally have no idea what... If this is your first episode, I maybe suggest listening to any other episode of this podcast. (laughs) Because we usually are not this giggly. And this is going to be a weird one. Oh, that's it. That's it? Okay. Can I see it? Oh. Okay. It's interesting. (laughs) It's very interesting. So I pulled a ton of pentacles. And (laughs) immediately what's coming through is that... Okay, the ten of pentacles is a card of legacy. A card of stories, lore, and history that gets passed on from generation to generation. It is a story of resource um, being available and passed on from generation to generation. And (laughs) we're going to get into a lot of different perspectives today about extraterrestrials, spiritual, pop culture, literature, current media (laughs) and events. And I think the real message here is about lore Mm -hmm. and about how humans enjoy passing lore 
on and how in our desire to understand our unique place in this universe, on this spinning rock that somehow by some miraculous series of events can support life beyond just amoebas or trees, but animal life, incredible plant life, human life. Um, we desire to explain how and why. We want to understand how and why. And from what I'm understanding about extraterrestrials and UFOs and all of these mm -hmm. things is that they're definitely wrapped into this human desire to understand why we're here, what our purpose is, and what's supposed to come next. next. And what else is out there? And what Are we else alone? is out there? Are we alone? And that's not so dissimilar from religion, mm -hmm. really. No, it's not. Um, but in many ways, it is very dissimilar. <laughs> And we're going, we're going to get into it because here's the thing. We're not non-believers. No, we're not. But there's, there's just some things that are trending that are interesting. And we'd like to take a deeper dive into the origins of such thoughts and practices. Yes. And, you know, I think that the extraterrestrial situation that we see the most that we hear the most about these days right now are like star seeds yes which we have covered briefly in many episodes mm -hmm. just keeps coming up um and star seeds are a new age theory about alien human hybrid people uh this theory was first introduced in 76 by someone named brad stager in his book gods of aquarius and it argues that certain people originated as extraterrestrials and arrived on Earth through birth or walk in to an existing human body. And apparently, like, you have total amnesia about these other lifetimes as an extraterrestrial, and part of your life's purpose is to rediscover what it is. And so because this is so prevalent in spaces like spiritual TikTok and spiritual YouTube, I had to dig deeper. I need to know where it started before 1976 because that's just how my brain works. And would you like me to share? Yes, I would. What I've discovered with you. Okay. <clears throat> so what I've discovered is that star seeds, as many things, have very deep historical links to fascism and white supremacy. And it all starts way, way back in the 1880s. Um, at the end of the 19th century, there was this like big craze amongst, especially Americans, but also like in the UK, there was this craze. People were very interested in like outer space, mm. outer space, outer space. And I feel like it probably came from this desire to reject traditional spirituality like christianity because you know people were getting over it at that Wasn't time like science right? fiction becoming a big deal science like fiction exactly jules verne and all oh hg wells is a part of this so like oh 
Um, voyages to space, experiences with extraterrestrials, very popular. It was even very popular amongst the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn. Um, and Aleister Crowley was really into astral travel, specifically to other planets. Mm. And he would document these visualizations and exercises and draw pictures of these different extraterrestrial beings that they would interact with during their astral travels, right? But what's interesting about the Golden Dawn, which, by the way, if you don't know this, one of my favorite stories about the Golden Dawn is that on his birthday, W.B. Yeats kicked Aleister Crowley down the stairs because he was tired of his shit. I think a booger just came out of my nose. <laughs> wow. Kicked him down the stairs. Anyway, <laughs> the Golden Dawn themselves were really an elite organization mm-hmm. because they were interested in only the best becoming a greater version, an evolved, higher version of superhumans. And they talked about things like occult eugenics and how you could draw down powers from the stars during procreation and pregnancy, and that created moon children. I don't disagree that you can call upon the stars and the moon and ask them to, like, bless you and be embodied by them. So, again... Trickster energy, we're going to... Yeah, full disclosure, like, our show is about looking at things from all different angles yes. and through a trickster lens, mm-hmm. so we will be not doing this to to uh, focus, you know, criticism yeah. on one thing. No. We're exploring all angles, and this is what we're coming up with, so we're trying to be as unbiased as exactly. we can be so right now. So we also had, at that time, H.G. Wells, who was writing sci-fi novels mm-hmm. about aliens shooting beams onto Earth that altered genetics of specific humans to create a superior human race. So again, we have this othering, superior, the superiority this thing. idealistic, superior... Mm-hmm. vision of uh, how humans should look and act and be yes which tends and to lead to fascism fascism <laughs> so then we have um the greatest occult influence for ufo culture came around that time in the 1870s from a russian woman named madame helena blavatsky and it's called theosophy and theosophy emerged as a reaction to you know, the success of Darwinism and even Darwinism has problems with superiority and elitism mm. and scientific materialisms of the 1860s and 70s. And Blavatsky believed through her occult wisdom that spiritual evolution, well, that evolution was a spiritual process guided mm. by a handful of superhuman beings called the masters some of whom lived on Earth and oh. some on other planets. So again, Can we pause here and just talk about the name The Masters as a superior? Maybe that was... In the 1800s? In the 1800s. It's not a good look. It's not exactly the look we're going for here. It's it's not... Yeah, it's not helping. It's not helping, it's not helping. This, this cause right now, so... <clears throat> Continue. So then, <laughs> clearly we are trying to Red appeal flags. to a certain type of person with this language. A white person, most likely. Mm-hmm. But continue. So she claimed that humanity has been evolving and evolving for millions of years through various root races. And these root races were Lemurians, Atlanteans, and the present dominant race, the Aryans. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. And is she speaking about Aryans as in blonde-haired, blue-eyed, white people? Yeah. Or, okay. Tall. Tall. I'm sorry. Tall. Tall is important. Yeah. Blue-eyed, white people. Uh huh. Thin also. Tall. Th- I'm you sorry, have thin. to be thin. I'm sorry. Thin. Otherwise. So basically, the beauty standard that's been upheld until like the current time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. <laughs> you are correct. Oh wow. Okay. And um. So anything, so lower races, so anyone who wasn't Aryan. But Lumerians and all that, those are like alien races, right? So Lumerians and Atlanteans are supposedly alien races that that live underground. Like, because Atlantis is a lost city. A lost city. city. Right. So So they're they're saying that they're still Atlanteans. So they're saying like the Aryans are like the, either the descendants or the next in line in the spiritual evolution. Okay. I know. (laughs) okay and blavatsky also thought that lower races so anyone who's not aryan were destined to die out and be succeeded by higher races so clearly this caught on in the early 19th century in germany (laughs) and started to become integrated into german paganism which is we've said it before on the wow. show be careful with germanic and norse paganism yes. because it those ideologies are still very mixy mixy yeah um so <laughs> this wow. sort of spiritual racism had profound influence on the nazis including hitler adolf hitler was a fan um, Adolf Hitler was a fan who believed in the hypobarian race theory, which suggested Aryans weren't the same species as other races, that they specifically emerged from the lost civilization of Atlantis somewhere frozen in the north. And Hitler saw it as his spiritual mission, Dude, purifying friends. and perfecting the blonde, blue eyed Aryan race, which oh is also God. like you are a small, dark haired, yeah. dark eyed man. Where did this even Anyway, yeah. Uh-huh. So it involved the subjugation and elimination of all other inferior races. So that takes us to the early 1940s, right? And then we get to the 1950s. The Soviet space program was la- launched. The space race began. Mm-hmm. We landed on the moon. We land, you know, and that was. That was when people really started talking more and more about UFO sightings, especially in the press. Yeah. It was a big deal in the press. And in 1952, a Californian called George Adamski claimed he met an extraterrestrial through this meeting. He began shifting the ideas of theosophy into space and applying it to extraterrestrials. So theosophy started as ancient races on Earth. Uh And he pushed it up into the sky. Into UFO culture. This is the 50s. Yeah. There's also... There's 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 been some rumors of like U.S. presidents interacting with aliens. Mm-hmm. There was like Roswell, I believe, happened around that somewhere time. around there. So there was also yeah. still Jim Crow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's there's like just there's okay. a lot. There's a lot. Going <clears throat> there's a lot on. going on, right? And he brings the so. You find the racism in the theosophy of UFO culture because many of the aliens encountered in the 1950s that were written about in the press were, of course, remarkably Aryan. Yeah. 
Um, there was one very famous one called Orthon, and he was described as tall, sandy-haired, blue-eyed, chiseled face. Many other alien encounters documented. They were all blonde aliens, or they called them Nordic aliens. Mm. And white supremacists fucking love that shit yes, and celebrated do. the superiority of the Nordic race because they're like, yeah. oh, we're from the stars. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we're all made of stardust. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> one of the offshoots of Adamski's spiritual society is called the I Am Movement, which was started by Guy Ballard in the 30s. And Guy Ballard was another one who claimed to have encountered Aryan, specifically extraterrestrials on Mount Shasta. Mm-hmm. People are still... Mount Shasta's a very active it's very active place that has a lot of lore attached to Mm -hmm. it about aliens and Mm -hmm. everything really everything you could possibly imagine bigfoots like cryptids Mm -hmm. of all sorts like all these things that are that are just jumbled into this place and a part of me wonders if some of these sightings were like cryptids Right. Like, what if they're just elder earth spirits? What if they're, like, fucking elves? Or elementals or something. Elementals, yeah. That's absolutely true. And it's funny, like, a little side note, a lot of Bigfoot theory is that Bigfoot is an alien or that he can... Really? Or, yeah, or that alien alien Bigfoot go hand in hand. Like, where there's a lot of sightings of Bigfoot, there's a lot of UFO sightings. What? Yeah, so there's all this weird overlap and, like, basically the the popular reason for, like, Bigfoot's, like, you know, you see footprints and then they just mm-hmm. disappear is that he's an interdimensional being, so that, mm. I don't know. But there's there's a lot of, like, Bigfoot can jump through portals type of shit in the maybe. woods. Or cryptids, if that's, right. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know the answer. It's just <clears throat> a lot of things that are swirling. So, okay, continue. Okay, so then... Another member of Adamski's spiritual society is named William Dudley Pele, and he went on to create his own fascist organization, suggesting that humans were created by star guests from the star Sirius. Here we go. Who interbred with apes from Earth. Pele called this alien intervention celestial eugenics, but it didn't go as planned. The aliens and their hybrid and offspring bred with animals too indiscriminately. Mm. And... <clears throat> Basically, all of the result of this was a great abomination of various races on Earth now. And there were only 144,000 pure souls. What? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so in short, this guy's saying the aliens fucked too many random animals and then they made Asian people? Like what? Yeah. Just anyone, like, just who's, anyone not who's not Aryan. <laughs> like Aryan. Is, is, what the fuck? Uh, an abomination. It's a mistake. An abomination. An abomination. Yeah, or a Oopsie insufferable daisy. bastard creation, is what he liked to call anyone who wasn't Aryan. Okay. And that there were only 144,000 pure souls on the entire Earth, and there were also foreign spirits who are meddling, lying alien menace, and specifically they were serpent-like, and they were often associated by these organizations with Jews. So, and that is something you see a lot in Nazi propaganda is conflating, uh, um, cartoonizing, I guess, like Jewish people into awful stereotype stereotype of serpents. Yeah, this caricature, Mm -hmm. this caricature of these, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh And Pele says that 
the age of Aquarius is coming, but first we need spiritual eugenics to cleanse the humanity of the bastard hybrids and foreign spirits, and that the ethnic cleansing will be led by a divine ruler of Sirius, the star. And like Sirius, the star is a star that is revered by so many ancient and present cultures. Sirius was a big deal to the Egyptians. Sirius is a big deal to Mesoamericans mm -hmm. because it's it's the brightest star. It's something you see from Earth with your own eyes. And How it's dare just... he use that to weaponize against those people that revered it, essentially? Yuck. Yeah. It's yep. disgusting. And this is where the idea of reptilian people comes from. Which can I is... roll my eyes back in my head further? Yeah. I don't think I can. Let me try. Okay. Good job. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And that reptilian theory is something that persists today that is mainly used to villainize and dehumanize Jews specifically, but people of color. Um, yeah. So there's there's a theme. <laughs> there's a theme. Um, you yeah. know, aliens continue to have... So later alien contacts, originally they were mostly like Aryan, right? But then we start seeing sightings that are very anti-semitic in mm. nature we mm. start seeing more and more of these like reptilian type of spirits and it really fed into this like anti-semitic so the reptilian ideology. species mm -hmm. theory is that the reptilians are like a caricature of jewish people or that the reptilians are like the area so the reptilians are like according to them like how do I say this? Yeah, it's without because like confusing. I don't believe this, so I don't want to say it in a way that's disrespectful. But in their idea, like, like do they think the reptilians are a good or bad? To, bad. Okay, so yeah, that's the what, reptilians that's all I was are asking. bad. Yeah. Like you know, slithering right. on their bellies, snakes. I'd look. Mm -hmm. I've known people I'm no longer friends with that were very into Norse mythology and that believed in reptilians, mm -hmm. and it irked me in the worst way mm -hmm. and it was very strange dog whistles and is I what think, we call them yeah <laughs> and i think yeah i think a lot of people uh you know they'll be like oh a, re a reptilian i don't think they have any idea about this history and this this association a maybe lot not of people at first. not at first yeah maybe they come to it by way of like other algorithms that they're a part of but i yeah i didn't know that and mm -hmm. i don't know that the per the people I was friends with knew that consciously, mm -hmm. but it's these things that like the what the fuck is the card the ten of pentacles like yeah. the lore the legacy of something is so easy to and quick to spread. Google, and look at this <laughs> very researchable thing. Well, and like how you do you found. how do you separate the belief from the history that cultivated it? I don't think you do. I don't think you can. I don't think you can, and definitely not using the same sort of terminology mm -hmm. that was used. And what's also interesting is, like, this is recent history. This is recent history. This isn't ancient history. This isn't no. ancestral wisdom. This is starting at the finish line of the transatlantic slave trade. Yes. Is when this starts. Like, oh, interesting that after that ends this sort of we have start. to find a new to way find a new way to be awful mm -hmm. to oppress people yes and to yep. justify it through like the means of like mm -hmm. 
sci-fi. <laughs> like that's, evid- so creative. You know, and it's just made up by these fascist men mm-hmm. and women. And women. And women. Absolutely. That are projecting their own like racist fucking agendas onto like these beliefs and then they get cycled Mm -hmm. and now we're here talking about it and it's 2023. And I have to wonder like do these ideas come from their desire to I don't know like is it they're they're they know that they're wrong so they need to make it like celestial and spiritual in order to make it right. Or is it like they're just that fucking delusional? Like, I don't understand. Like, is it calculated or is it right. just... Or do they really believe this? Look, this is a running theme in today's episode. We will, we will keep getting um, it. Do they really believe this? Do they this? really believe this shit? <laughs> um, honest, so, honest question, not even... Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, yeah. and then like in... The 90s, even, British theosophical conspiracy theorist David Icke claimed the human race is under attack by alien people, alien reptile race of Lumerians, who have perpetuated their race by breeding with particular families, including the Rothschilds. And that's where you start to get into that, like, Alex Jones, like, New World Order, Mm. like, has anybody been to the Denver airport? (laughs) Have you two been to the Denver airport? Have you ever looked at the walls? <laughs> Wait, what? I forgot what this is about. I've heard this before. It's well, I'll show you some videos. Uh, okay. I'll show you some videos later. <laughs> I'm scared. It's weird. Um but so <laughs> like, Ike imports much of the protocols of the elders of Zion, which is a book, into his fantasies about these probably not real yeah. reptiles. And he published a book as an appendix to one of his works. And he like replaced all of the words for Jews. He replaced all of the words that said Jews with lizards to like further intertwine this theory. What the it's, fuck? It's fucked up, right? Okay. So then in the 70s, we get the contemporary phenomenon of starseeds. People who think yeah. they're actually aliens themselves. Yeah. So like Crowley had this idea of moon children and we're channeling the moon and that can mm-hmm. make us celestial. Mm-hmm. And H.G. Wells had star begotten, which is the stars are shooting laser beams into pregnant bellies and making them into celestial beings. Cool story. <laughs> um, but starseed is first coined by none other than Timothy Leary. (laughs) Wow. In early 70s, Leary's in Folsom Prison, um, having been arrested for drug trafficking, and he claims to start receiving messages from the star Sirius, calling humanity to evolve into interstellar super beings. And... He and another inmate who also claimed he received Syrian messages shared these communications in their book in 74 called Terra 2, A Way Out. And the aliens evidently urged Leary to gather 5,000 of the smartest, sexiest, and healthiest humans onto a spaceship to leave Earth and seed another planet and raise a new species of ultra-intelligent, long-living blondes. (laughs) Oh, wait. (laughs) that wasn't very Christ so again it's not that I don't believe in extraterrestrials I'll talk about why I do believe in them at some point but it's 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 the lore behind how most 
Western cultures view extraterrestrials that is frightening. There's, that is frightening and scary mm-hmm. that it's being, it's like being like the Ten of Pentacles. Look, the tarot is bad nor good. Okay, the tarot mm-hmm. is telling how it is. It's being masqueraded and cycled mm-hmm. through pop culture, TikTok. Generation after generation. Um, spiritual instagram whatever the mm-hmm. fuck like it started in all of these novels and it's and now it's on tiktok and, and now YouTube. it's popular mm-hmm. for these kids, They're kids and it, most of them are younger than us so we call them kids mm-hmm. and i don't know that they know this history i'm pretty sure they don't so yeah it's just scary it's really scary that they don't know ugh, it gets that. worse <laughs> In 77, Stuart Brand published an issue of the Coevolution Quarterly dedicated to space colonies, in which white supremacist ecologist Garrett Hardin suggested that any space colonies could only function if they were monocultural and monoracial. No. Yeah. Me, never mind dealing with the problems that are on Earth. Yeah, they don't want to do that. <laughs> never mind handling houselessness, hunger, war, climate change. We just need to find a monoracial Aryan colony on Mars. <laughs> that's like bypassing all of the problems. That's honestly, that's my biggest issue with all of this. No, yeah, same. And it's- my biggest issue with all of this lore is that It's just like gaslighting the shit out of us and ignoring all of the problems that exist on Earth that we actually should be working together towards resolving and just focusing on making this Aryan nation in space. And the connection with fucking love and light culture is they go hand in hand. Hand in hand. They do. Gaslighting ignoring issues Mm -hmm. saying you need to level up you're not at my level this idea of a hierarchy ascension ascension, they're all the same Mm -hmm. idea at the end of the day and like the ascension thing makes me like it fries my ass because i think that evolving spiritually as a human being is grounding yeah Grounding I don't think it's into our going planet. up. It's like yeah. dissension into ourselves. Grounding into our bodies, our identities, yes. our purpose. We are earthlings. We're earthlings. Newsflash, you're already, you're already an extraterrestrial. You yeah. live on a planet. You live on a planet. In space. We're in space, you guys. Gravity. Enjoy it. Yeah, you're human. (laughs) Figure out your own lore and history instead of making up space history. (laughs) That's like racist. Like super fucking racist. That's based on some some dude made it up. Like violent. It's just it's just it's scary. It's extreme. It's sick. It's extremism and it's cult like. It's extreme. It's extremism. I agree. And it's. It's culty as fuck. So then the idea of star seeds whose souls originate on another planet but then are reborn here became popular in the 80s with a guy called Brad Steiger. He wrote, originally he was writing fantasy books about werewolves and vampires, um, which is my preferred fantasy genre. Brad, Brad, Brad. Especially if it's YA. Yeah, stick to that, man. Werewolves, vampires. Once it gets into sci-fi, I'm out. If it's not Star Trek, I don't like it. Or Star Wars, and only Star Trek Enterprise. 
<laughs> or Deep Space Nine. <laughs> I'm a Star Wars girl myself. I love Star Wars. I'm a Star Wars. I love the hero with the journey. <laughs> I'm a fan of the hero with the journey. <laughs> but that's it. Because sci-fi novels are fucking weird, okay? I'm just going to say it. Someone, some guy just... in the recesses of the internet is going to be mad, but he's going to be mad anyway, yeah, so it's fine. fine. They're also stories, and you're allowed to like stories for what they are. Totally. But they're not Without making them real. literal. A.K.A. the Bible. The Bible. A.K.A. Genesis. Genesis, Genesis, um, Genesis. So... First, he started with vampires and werewolves, a very respectable genre to be in. Respectable man. And then he moved into creating one of the first Starseeds questionnaires, which Mm. cracks me up because everywhere on the internet, there are a million quizzes about, like, identify the type of Starseed you are. We should take a quiz. Find out if you're a Starseed. We should. We'll put it on our Patreon. Yeah, we'll take the quiz together. We're going to take it. Um, so Steger claimed he could identify star seeds through his special questionnaire. And he would ask readers, did you always feel your parents weren't your real parents and you have ancient ancestors? Are you usually sensitive to light and emotions? Do you suffer from sinusitis? Do you have eyeballs and breathe? Like what? <laughs> of course I'm sensitive to light. It's, and what is the other one? Sound? Like I'm sensitive to light I'm and emotions. I am literally autistic. Yeah, like isn't that... <laughs> Honestly, aren't no overhead lights ever. (laughs) No, but like, I feel like when people are going through it and they're looking at shit like this, they probably are having a hard time with their parents. What if they're teenagers? And it's funny because all these younger kids now that are into this probably Mm -hmm. like, my mom doesn't get me. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Exactly. We're at that stage. We've all been there. We've all been there. But like at that stage, yeah, it might have been like, I'm a fucking star scene. Yeah. Because you're not. It's just you're a. You're young. You're it's impressionable. It's kind of giving the whole like cult like thing, it's a like cult. preying on people when they're vulnerable yeah. and feeling detached. Yes. And like, do you have ancient ancestors? We all we do. We all have ancient ancestors. That's you why t- we exist. We yeah. all have ancient ancestors. Yeah, that's a dumb question. On Earth. On Earth, though. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not impossible to live alternate lives in on other planets. Yeah. I We're do, not even saying that. I do think that's possible. But but this lens of of racist fascist extremism is not it. It's weird. It's really weird. So according to your responses, you would either be a star seed if you're a man and a star maiden if you're a woman, because everything must be binary. And <laughs> if you're not that special, you're a star helper. I'm a star helper. <laughs> So needless to say, people fucking loved this shit in like 80s new age and UFO circles. Super into it. People start declaring themselves star seeds. Mm-hmm. Um, past life regression hypnotics became really popular yeah. during this time. Yeah. And again, I believe in all I call them alternate lives because time is not linear. It's, nothing's really in the past or the future. Yeah. Everything everywhere all at once. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Movie of the year. Movie of the year. <laughs> 10 out of 10 recommend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Literally. But it, 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 with past life regression, specifically like in the hypnosis and therapy, like a lot of stuff has come up that like it kind of has the potential to implant false memories. And so there's just a lot of like, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But I come from a tradition where like, 
elders and practitioners can tell you exactly what your past lives were without going into hypnosis. Is that different? I don't know. It's been around a hell of a lot longer than past life regression hypnosis. So anyway, Um, today, you don't have to stop at just calling yourself a starseed. Oh, no. no. There is an endless array of different alien races and species you may have been in a past life. I saw a YouTube video for seven different aliens. I saw a YouTube video for 17 different alien species of starseeds. Some of the most popular I saw were Pleiadians, Lyrians, Syrians, Syrians? (laughs) Acturians, Lemurians, um, some from Orion's Belt. No, Syria is like, like a place. Syrians. Saying, there was just... like ancient Syrians too, but they're yeah. not Syrian like the star. I know, but like you can't just like. I know. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> they're like Mesopotamians, <laughs> Babylonians, Sumerians. That's what I'm saying. Like you can't just like you can't just like call these ancient civilizations aliens. Okay, and oh, that's, but that's yeah, a whole that's a whole thing. thing. That's not all, folks. <laughs> And, you know, like, oh, new agers who are into this shit are happy to take your money to help you figure out what of kind course, of because star makes, seed you are. It makes In life fact, more the interesting. Guy, the Viking guy on January 6th oh, who yeah, rushed the Capitol. The insurrection. Remember he's, that? He's the leader of Starseed Academy where you can buy courses from mm, him from about him. how to be a star. From him. From him. On how to be a star seed. And, like, here's the thing. I can't even, I don't know what to even say about that. This uh, this might be controversial. It's third eye buying. But in my Caitlin. heart of hearts, I feel like people in the community that I service, you know, some of them have called themselves star seeds or have asked me about star seeds, mm-hmm. but I don't think they actually know much about it. Right. Mm-hmm. And most of them are coming from like Catholic or Christian strict backgrounds and are trying to find what else a is way out there, out right? Or, or a loophole of some sort. But like in my heart of hearts, I feel like a lot of the people who are the face for this like starseed, ascension, 5D stuff, I kind of think they do know. Mm-hmm. Well, that guy definitely knows. I And that's what I'm saying. Like, I think they know. That's not controversial. That's I just think that, obvious. Like, their minds aren't going to be changed by this episode. No. And I think that, like, in some sick and twisted way, they're, like, proud of it. The same way fucking Nazis wore swastikas yeah. on their arms. Well, you can't. Well, I was going to say, you can't call yourself a Nazi anymore, but you can. You can, and people do. And people do. And they're fine with it. Or they're... Or they're quiet about it, and maybe they express it by calling Dog whistles themselves in other ways. star seeds, right? Or pushing that agenda exactly. because they know at the root of it is this belief that they uphold. Exactly, right? That's, that's, and that's what scares me, yeah, the most. That's scary about, especially mm-hmm. with people that maybe don't know. There's also a very like strong Christian like. Jehovah's yeah. like rapture vibe to UFO culture. And yeah. a lot of this comes from Dolores Cannon, who was a past life regressionist hypnotist. Um, 
and this is where the whole 5D things come thing comes from. There's a higher fifth dimensional level where all of those inferior races will fail to evolve to and that the earth will be split into a new earth where everything is wonderful and the old earth where everything is terrible. And they believed it was going to happen in 2012. Um but it didn't happen. So then like then what do you do with yourself? Why did they think it was 2012? Was I that the don't Mayan, fucking know. That, that was the Mayan calendar. Did they just yeah. use that date because they thought, why not? They were like, I'll just appropriate this. Did it's they available. think Mayans were star seeds too? Like, did they think Mayans think the world was actually going to end? Yeah, also that. <laughs> or was the calendar okay. just starting over? The calendar was just. <laughs> Every December, so... the world is going to end. Dude. Um, okay. So, you know, there's also reminiscent of like Pentecostal Christianity yeah. is light language. Let's talk about light language. For some a starseeds speak, which is a cosmic version of gibberish speaking in tongues, if you will. Yeah, it's the same thing on view, on view as a viewer mm-hmm. as speaking in tongues. It's the same thing to me personally. Laura and I watched a video from a practitioner who does this for trade, um, who is like hosting this session to open up the client to speaking light language. Yeah. And there were some things that really stood out to us. There were a few things, uh, mo- mostly how many Buddhist statues they had on their altar space, which they showed, they showed to the camera. Yeah. And um, just how many appropriative cultural objects were just mishmashed into mm-hmm. their practice. Uh, and this person was a white person. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. upon, as far as I know, they are not Egyptian nor no. Asian. No. So, um, yeah. Nor did they ever once reference no. a mentor no a teacher where they got this from they said that they like it just happened one day through a series of events i believe they said about they didn't even say this is a buddhist statue let's talk about that a little bit and that culture they were like my cat's name is and it was an egyptian Mm -hmm. goddess's name and nothing about this concerned the participant who was filming all this. And also white. And also white. And very young. And very young. And very excited to meet this person. And uh, they also had a witch's broom, mm-hmm. which they said was a symbol of magic. Mm-hmm. But they would never ride on it. Boring. So they basically <laughs> put down witches or the assumption of any sort of fun <laughs> riding on a broom. Uh, it, look, you can't practice magic while looking down your nose at it. That's I've said right. it again. You also can't practice and appropriate people's cultures if you don't respect it at the very least. At the very least. At the very least. It was just like a mishmash of appropriation mm-hmm. I had never seen with my own eyes. And yeah. then they started speaking in tongues and, and they there were a lot of crystals, of course. And so many crystals. Like, too many. And it was just... Something that I noticed, too, was that the session started very early in the day. And by the time they were doing the light language part, like, actually channeling, it was late at night. Mm-hmm. Which makes me think, like, 
They were there all day long. I don't know what the budget was. It didn't seem like the type of situation that had craft services. I'm sure the girl was hungry. Yeah. And probably thirsty because I'm sorry. Like, I sound like an asshole. No, it's... But like, I know that that white girl did not have snacks out. Yeah. Or refill her water bottle. I just know. (laughs) It's just culturally not a thing. No, it's just like... (laughs) And like, I I can't help but wonder. And she also mentioned that she had been feeling like really low. Yeah. She was in like a depressive state and was struggling. Exactly. And Mm. I think that this combination of all these things together sorry also the idolatry and worship that she had for this person before the meeting was very apparent thank you this just wanted to add that no no that was very important she was a fan a huge fan a huge fan so all of these ingredients mixed together what are they equal cult-like behavior (laughs) literally yes leader vibes yeah and (sighs) We watched them speak the light language. Yeah. And honestly, like, it kind of reminds me of, like, when little kids are like, blah, 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 blah. Like, my kids do that shit all the time. Yeah. And they're like, it's our secret language. I'm like, okay. Well, as long as you don't need me to understand what you're saying when you're doing it's that. It's like, look, I had made up a language with my third grade best friend. Mm-hmm. And if TikTok had been around, maybe that would have turned into a thing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, is is it is this in part because the internet is there to capture these young people's like mm. strange phases? Mm-hmm. And uh, there's just so much info at them. Like, I think that has to do with why these things get picked up and legacied. Like the Ten of Pentacles. Yeah. Like they're just they're just. Ugh regurgitated constantly yeah. and, and kids take in so much and it's just mm. trendy and like yeah. but yeah the the tongues was very much like if this was really an alien language then why does it sound like humans when little kids do gibberish yeah you know what i mean like you're using your mouth and your the way that you speak as a human to speak an alien right it just doesn't really you know what is interesting to me is like as a medium i channel spirits from all over the galaxy <laughs> right have you ha- had experiences all the galaxy. with extraterrestrials and i've had experiences with extraterrestrials but more like relatably i've had experiences i channel french spirits i channel spirits from south asia i channel spirits from you know that speak portuguese but when i speak bom dia <laughs> I'm speaking English. It literally comes to me through a translation. Like I right. feel, it almost feels like um, a wheel is turning and I see them talking and the words moving towards me. And when they come out of my mouth, it comes out in English. Right. Because that's, that's your language. the language I know how to speak. And I often will tell a client like, this is coming through the translation. Something might get lost in translation. And sometimes I'll say like, I think there's not a word in English for what they're trying to say, but I'm going to do my best to explain the feeling. Right. But it never comes through in the language of origin. Mm-hmm. And that's something that just dawned on me right now. So like, and of course, like my mediumship experience is not everybody's mediumship experience. Totally. I don't want to say that it is. Totally. To be fair, yes, yes. But that, that could be different. for me personally, it's suspicious 
why is it com- why is it not coming out as her native language? Yeah. But they did mention that they were an alien. Right. So multiple that is, times. That is for sure an her alien native language, right? So that would be Okay, but here's the other thing. Like, I have had alternate lifetimes in different places on Earth. I certainly remember a few of them. (laughs) And I never talk about them because, like, that shit's personal. But, like, I don't come out speaking, like, Catalan. Like, I don't know how to do that. Even though I have these memories of this place. Like, I have memories of being in, like, Mesoamerica. Like, I can't speak Nahuatl, and I don't even think I was speaking Nahuatl in that lifetime. It was something else, right. and so like I, I hate talking about this shit because I sound like a New Ager, and I'm not. <laughs> no, but we're we're exploring because I'm so respectful. Um, it is fair. We need to, but like, be honest about this shit. It's just, I'm not sold. I am not sold. In any sort of way. I'm not sold. And again, starseeds are very much wrapped up in like DNA activation. And that was something that the practitioner said. It's activating your DNA. It's activating your DNA. They're all about like altering your DNA to make you the superior race. Yeah. And so now flash forward to 2023. um, It's really taking off with Gen Z on TikTok where there's billions of views on starseed content. Mm. Um, books, new books about starseed content. And something interesting that I read from, who was it that wrote this? I'll credit them in the show notes. But something interesting that I read is perhaps Gen Z and millennials feel like they've been born into such a heavy geopolitical situation that the best solution is extreme dissociation. Find a happy place in another galaxy far, far away. Yeah, And like that, I feel that. I feel that too. I feel that too. And I think that a lot of that is what's going on. Absolutely. I really, really do. I like millennials, we've been through how many a lot recessions now? A lot of things. We've been through some horrific <laughs> some <laughs> a lot of stuff. stuff. And we've you know, we're not some the stuff. only generation to see a lot of things, no. but we have we are and But we're the thirty year olds. <laughs> we're, right the, now. we're the thirty six year olds or I am at least and yeah, we're in our thirties and that's mm-hmm. we're sitting here and we're talking. So that's our experience. Like it's been yeah. a lot. So it I understand why I do understand why mm-hmm. these kids or these younger people are are drawn to this e- extreme that's such a good way to put mm-hmm. it. Extreme, extreme. dissociation. Mm-hmm. It is extreme because you're literally saying, I'm not even human, I'm an alien. I'm not from Earth. I'm not from here. And I don't I don't blame you sometimes, like why you would want to think that mm-hmm. you're not from here. But as witches we are of this planet and we are of this earth. Mm-hmm. So for witchcraft to get mixed in with this is, it's just a lot to unpack for me mm-hmm. because they're so wanting to go up and out and I just constantly want to be grounded and here and me go too. deeper. So it's, you know, and but witchcraft is a, is a tool for everyone to use in their own mm-hmm. right. So there's also that. It's not a religion. It's not. It's just interesting how it's getting mixed in with this, this kind of celestial wanting. And it's 
you said witchcraft is for everyone. Yeah. And witchcraft is about grounding into the earth and healing ourselves by building better relationships with earth and with one another. And right? with one another. But this yes. starseed ideology is not about everyone. No, it's not. And that's something that continues to be persistent in the legacy of this narrative that it's not for everyone. It's and then for, if someone challenges that, mm -hmm. they're told they aren't elevated enough. You just they're don't not, get it. You just don't get it. Mm -hmm. You just don't understand. Mm -hmm. What are they really saying? And who are they saying it to when they mm -hmm. say that? Mm -hmm. I think that this idea of being spiritually special is unhealthy. Mm -hmm. um, of being spiritually superior is dangerous, Gosh, like even. Mad chills. Um, and like, it makes me mad to think that there's this idea that the earth could split in half and some people will be left behind in the bad earth and some people will be left behind to in seek, to, sorry, the new Sorry, I'm channeling. To, speak, to seek spiritual superiority is to drown in yourself. Mm. That's, sorry, I had to say that. Well, I'm like stuttering. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, my someone's talking yes. to me. Absolutely. It's not yes. an alien. <laughs> it's, it's my guides. They're just like, you get upset. Mm -hmm. It's frustrating. Yes. Well, it's you know, frustrating. I've channeled lots of things about like the new generation of Earth, the new generation of Earth. And when the spirits have talked to me about that, it's not something that just happens overnight and the earth splits in half. Mm -hmm. It's this long-term process that we are all collectively a part of by turning inward mm -hmm. and doing our part to be our, the best versions of ourselves we can be, the most in right relationship we can be, the most empathetic, compassionate, brave people we can be like that has a ripple effect and it changes the generations behind us and the generations in front of us and the amount of fuckery that we are in at this point in history isn't just going to suddenly be resolved by the earth breaking in half it's it's a marathon not a race and it's one that we're going to be running for a long time but it's one that I do believe we're going to see a finish line to. I might not get to see it. My kids probably won't get to see it, but maybe my great, great grandkids will. And like that makes it worth it to mm -hmm. me. That's that 10 of pentacles energy that yeah. like my investment in my healing and the healing of my family line forward and backwards might mean that four, five, six generations from now, this world might actually be an equitable place. And for yeah. me, that's fucking worth it. Yeah. And I think like starseed ideology feeds into that like need for instant gratification. We're just going to beam up. <laughs> like, or like this, that need to, to get rid of, of good people that yeah. are just different than them. Yeah. That's who are not white. That's what fucking that's Nazis really what it is. did. Like it's, that's, this happened before. Is, and it was awful, <laughs> right? And one of the most like the most horrific things that ever happened to the human race. Mm -hmm. And there, it just 
you'd, I'd hope that all of that would have been cauterized by seeing what had happened to those people in the 40s, but it's not. It's it, not. It, these things persist, and you have to be diligent about what you consume spiritually. It's so mm -hmm. fucking dangerous. It persists. And, you know, when you think about how so much of Nazism was inspired by Jim Crow laws yeah. and the way the United States treated yeah. black folks. Yeah. Like they were the inspo board, yeah, the United States. And so it, it's almost like unavoidable that yeah. ideologies like this exist where we live because it's 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 as American as apple fucking pie, Ameri right? Yeah, no, America Fuck. is a very founded on fucking just the worst practices. It, you're right. There is no wonder, but hopefully, by goddamn talking about this stuff on this podcast where we examine these things, hopefully that will help somebody inform somebody else or just think twice about it because mm -hmm. I don't want to say like this land is cursed but you know it, there's a lot of things we need to be aware of and like rectify and and mm -hmm. start to heal you know heal yeah and so I guess mm -hmm. the way that we can do that in in this one way is to talk about this stuff mm -hmm. because it's there's, it's so prevalent. Like, it scares the shit out of me. It scares me. I don't spend a lot of time on witch talk or TikTok and all that, but... And, like, this is why I don't... Like, I'm like, shit, this, like this is everywhere. Yeah, no, it scares the shit out of me. Like, whoa. It's fine. <laughs> it's... I have Apple Care. <laughs> I have Apple Care. <laughs> it's... I, I don't even have words all the time. Just seeing how that that person like really believed they were an alien and really believed that they were speaking in this language and then how mm -hmm. that participant like was so like and look if if it weren't based in this kind of ideology this like damaging ideology mm -hmm. if it makes you happy cool I wouldn't really If it makes care. you a better person, cool. Uh, yeah, I don't care what weird shit you're up to. I don't care. I'm all for weird shit. Yeah. If you want to say you're an alien and it makes other people happy, cool. But it's it's this, the origins of it that are super problematic and not things I believe in. I just don't think you can separate them. And this you, like starseed yeah. thing, I just don't think you can separate it from... It's really deeply rooted in that. Yeah, it's it's... And do you know what? I was I was thinking about that person again and their altars and all the stuff. And like, I think Starseed is a really easy way to skip the hard work of figuring out who your ancestors are. And here's the crazy thing is that it's mostly white people who are into this Starseed thing because it's for you. It's, it's it's for clearly you. Clearly, it is for you. Only, <laughs> it's only for you. It's for me. Um, no, you're not, you're, you're not. You're not. Oh, I'm just kidding. No, I'm a redhead. You you would just be a star <laughs> helper. Sorry. Damn it. You can't be a star. I can't seed. be a star. Seed. 
his star helper. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Damn you, Portuguese. Wah, wah. <laughs> Damn You're it. not invited to the space party. My daddy's Love. a star scene. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Dad. You're not a star scene. He's a, He's a nice folk Catholic. Does red hair, green eyes count? No. No. No, it doesn't. Okay, then it I doesn't. don't I don't really have that. Okay. It makes me feel better. But like I can't be a star scene. It's a really good way for folks of a very specific phenotype right. to completely skip over the hard work of figuring out who your ancestors are. Oh, and that's where I was going with it. If you're of European descent, it's not that hard to figure out who your it ancestors are, though. It's not that hard. It's, it takes less effort to do a 23 and fucking me than it does sign up for Ancestry.com. Than to pay this person 10 fucking thousand dollars or whatever it is to tell to you that you're an alien. Hours and hours of your life on YouTube figuring out about which exact starseed race of the 18,000 galaxies you might belong to. Take a 23 and me. Like, it's fine. The government already has all your information information anyway my friend like if your parents grandparents great-grandparents came on the mayflower they know who you are (laughs) you're not hiding from them so (laughs) like just just do that work instead and i promise it's more fun too and it's like real and and it's not mean spirited and it's rooted in our planet here's the thing our planet's fucking cool our planet is awesome like if you don't if you don't like it, get out of the planet. <laughs> so you throw, get out of you throw it back at them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but okay, how do they not see the irony? <laughs> That's tricky, baby. I don't know. But our planet's fucking cool. We're on the garden I planet. Jumped in a waterfall three days ago. The garden planet. There's water. We have trees it's an abundance of beauty bees and pollinating wonder. like honey like it's just be a gnome instead magical <laughs> i'd rather be your alternate gnome. lives as elementals yeah befriend yeah. a tree or an elemental spirit that's a wild time i don't know i don't know i don't fucking know friends but I just recommend you be careful. Be careful. Be careful out there. I have channeled. Okay, I was telling Laura about this earlier. I have channeled extraterrestrials in readings. Um, It doesn't happen very often. It's very rare. And the ones that I remember, I don't always remember everything I channel when it happens because I'm not really in my body. Um, But the one I do remember was long and dark blue and they had like a dark gray head and long hands. They were like this pillar of dark blue light, not Aryan. <laughs> Someone be like, that's an Atlantean you're talking about. <laughs> Somebody's gonna comment. That's an Atlantean. And they showed me this symbol. It was a circle with like a cross in the middle and it had different colors on each of the things. It's all a swastika. And they, it was not a swastika. It was a cross. I am just kidding. It was a circle. It was not a swastika. (laughs) And um, they spoke with their hands. 
like everything came through hand language and then my like interpreter wheel was turning and I was doing my best to explain what that spirit was saying. And the few times I've channeled extraterrestrials, it's always been about learning to be better humans Mm. and not superior humans. And to not want to jump planets. To not jump planets, but being a better steward of earth, Mm. being a better member of our community, being better in service to our planet is always what they talk about. Mm. Um, That's nice. Also had a few interesting moments where I've channeled these like space mothers, I want to call them. Mm. And they have stories about like when I sent, gosh, one of them was like an egg that came down into the sea and then it cracked open and like turtles and whales and other sea creatures came out. And it kind of like... I don't know. It kind of reminds me of how different parts of the world have different creation stories and creation goddesses. Mm. And I thought it was like magical, like a magical origin story. And like, I I believe in evolution. Like, I'm not. <laughs> so do I. One of those. No. <laughs> but it is. It's cool. Like, it's cool to have mythos. Yeah. So those are my extraterrestrial experiences. So I do believe. I've seen some UFOs in my lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen like an alien or or like. Like in Nope. Like in Nope. (laughs) When I was in that same school, that third grade where I was talking about, I think in the last episode. uh, Yeah. We saw, I remember seeing like five like red things in a line and. Yeah, it was just very weird. And I was very into aliens when I was, like, in the 90s, they were popular, like, like iconography. We had the X-Files. Like, we had the X, and, like, alien heads are, like, uh, like oh, this, yes. that's the design yes. of, like, the 90s. And, you know, like, peace signs. It was signs on rings and, and embroidered on our oh, shirts. Oh, yeah, they were at Claire's. They were yeah. on hairpins and, you know, like, my these aren't alien heads, my little, my cow's getting abducted, my earrings. <laughs> Like, I like aliens. They're not my favorite form of entertainment for, like, stories. <laughs> that would be forest disappearances for me right now. Um, Ooh, <laughs> but yeah. Laura likes the spookies. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the, yeah, there's a lot. There's a, I believe in them, but there's a mm-hmm. lot. I believe the people that have had experiences, mm-hmm. just not the ones that say there are them and then they speak in tongues and they're starseeds. I just don't buy There's it. just a different... We're not saying, like, if you believe in aliens, you're full of shit. No. But We this, believe in them, too. We believe in them, too. <laughs> and we're fucking witches. We're weird. Very weird. We do some weird shit. But believe some weird things, okay? And that's fine. But the those specific... Uh, practices and terms like the star seeds and it's rooted in racism it's rooted in hatred and just like weird uh, elitist things that eugenics they're human made like they're not it's human made it's human made the humans made this up in the eight it just happened it just happened so (laughs) that's what we're talking about here you know 
Man, I got channeled like right in the middle you did. of that it was shit. Magical. I was like, I got all fuzzy eyed and like, yeah. I don't know how to. I had to interrupt you because I don't know how to stop it. You know what I mean? I'm just like <laughs> word vomit. It's gonna happen. Like I'm speaking in tongues. I don't know how to like. Yeah, I don't know how to not. I don't know how to remember it and like. Be no, like, you did the patient. right thing. I went shut up. <laughs> I have to channel. That was crazy. No, just it was get, important. Just, oh, it's just. It irks them and it irks me. Seeking spiritual superiority is, what is it? Drowning set, in. Yeah, seeking spiritual. That I really like alliteration. Drowning in yourself. Is drowning in yourself. Yeah. You're just. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> so it is. God, okay. I'm going to have yeah. nightmares about. I want to watch the X Files or something fun. Yeah. <laughs> something wholesome something wholesome like the x-files <laughs> or listen about a betty and barney hills abduction in the 50s you know just some good lost time stories yeah. i think the moral of the story is any spiritual practice of this world or any other world that centers around superiority and elitism and separatism is probably just cult. avoid it <laughs> It's probably a cult. Just avoid it. A cult, not a cult. Dangerous. It's a... Don't do it. And it, Yeah. Anyone who puts themselves on a pedestal like that and says, I know these things, that without any sort of groundedness is yeah. very scary. I know these things without any sort of training, lineage, ancestry, teachers, mentors. I just Time know spent. this thing. I just know And this. I'm an authority on it. Follow me on Instagram. Like, yikes. No. But just be careful out there. Yeah, it's the wild. The truth is out there. It's be a wild careful. world. It's a wild world. It and we've, wild we've got world. plenty of wild here. We don't. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> There's a lot going on, okay? Like I said, be a gnome. I want to know what gnome I am. Like, I don't want to. We should make that quiz. <laughs> Let's make up. Oh my God. We should do an experiment. Which elemental are you? Which are. We should start of. <laughs> We should start like, like star seeds or a thing. We should start making like, what elemental gnome are you? And like make it a thing. Make it like serious. And make it serious yeah. and see how fast it takes to catch on, like a tulpa or like a made up an entity that you we could conjure. We could probably we could go, do it. We could get people to be like people who would fall for it aren't watching this anyway. But the tongues are just like. <laughs> that's that's the gnome. That's the gnome language of speaking. And the elves are like. The pixie's like. Or it's like. And then we were like, we become like the heads of the cults. And then we go, guess what, guys? This was all an experiment. And they're like, but Laura made tote bags for everyone. But I made a tote bag. Tote bag. Sorry, you had to be a part of our epic experiment. Welcome to Third Eye Bind. We're sorry we fucked with your head. We can get funding that way probably faster than we could with our Patreon. Honestly, like in, like in the business of witchcraft, sometimes you got to be a clown to, make, to get the following. So... There's also that yeah. aspect of this. Oh. Oh. Anything else? God, I don't think so. I, I think, think we I'm got done. it. I think, I'm, <laughs> I think I'm good off all of this right now. Oh, we did it. I channeled in the middle of that, so that was my candy. It was wonderful. And 
That was some good research, Caitlin. Thank you for You're that. You're welcome. Beautiful research. <laughs> Frightening research. Frightening! Oh, my God. Thank you for that. Thank you. And thank you for listening to Third Eye Bind. Be sure to leave us a message on the Third Eye line. <laughs> <laughs> Live long and prosper, bitches! <laughs> thank you so much for listening. You can follow the podcast at Third Eye Bind Pod on Instagram. There, submit your questions via the Third Eye line by sending us a voice message or text DM. The show is available wherever you listen to podcasts and for you to watch on YouTube. Get early access to episodes and even monthly one-on-one sessions with us by joining our Patreon. Find us at patreon.com slash third eye bind. Third Eye Bind is produced and edited by Mike Realm. Hosted by Caitlin Grania and Laura Wong. Music by Mike Realm. Set design by Laura Wong. You can find Laura on Instagram at Lady Moon Co. And you can find Caitlin at caitlin.grania. <laughs>